Family from the Heart podcast episode number 193. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to give you a behind-the-scenes look of what's going on in the lives of a not-so-normal family, (laughs) the Ravenscrafts. I think we're very normal. Living life on purpose. Ooh, I like that. You like that? Yeah. We're living it like we mean it. That should be our new tagline. You think so? I do. Living life on purpose. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, anyway, folks, welcome back to another episode. It, uh, you know, not much has happened since last week. (laughs) 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 If only we could have a week where nothing much happened. Well, no, you know what? Life wouldn't be as fun. I don't think. Not that this weekend was a lot of fun. Although I did get somebody say on Facebook that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have donut frosting on my thumb. Please excuse me while I lick it off. (laughs) And we have a show title. Please excuse me while I lick it off. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Anyway. Somebody told you what? Somebody told me that I made uh, staying in the hospital sound like fun. You did. Almost. And then he came home and he's like, will you get me? I'm like, look, I'm not going to get up and get you a pudding cup and a Diet Coke. You'll want to get your own. Pudding cup. They didn't bring me pudding. They brought me pudding with a little fresh dollop of whipped cream. Let me tell you. Ain't happening. Ah, oh, I had. Well, by the way, we had we had a little bit of a weekend here. That, let's just put it that way. Um, many of you are already aware of this. So um, but however, there are many of you that aren't. That so aren't. Right. I went to the emergency room on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I should have gone Friday. Right. But I went on Saturday. And the reason why is because I thought that I was either having that I either had a heart attack or a stroke. But uh, it it uh, turns out that I am healthier than I could have possibly ever dreamed of being. Right. Yeah. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at you. Why and are you laughing at me? Because it's the fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's why I married you. So I would have someone to laugh at forever. Um, that rationally in your mind, getting checked out, the only way to do that was to go to the ER and be admitted. You think so? I think so. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I don't I don't prescribe this for people because obviously the hospital is for serious people who definitely need lots of help. and Or Cliff. Or me. <laughs> uh, so please don't go to the hospital because you might get in front of No, it's not at all. <laughs> Seriously, I I did not I did not want to go to the hospital. I know it's that friend of yours. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to rethink this yeah. whole friendship. Well, the, sorry, Robert. Well, the deal is is that on Friday. So last week while I was recording shows, I had a little bit of a twitch in my left eye. Yes, you know this little eye spasm thing, and it was going on like like consistently throughout the entire day. Right, and not a big deal. I thought, yeah, whatever. That that stuff just happens to me from time to time. I just need to get some more um, rest, rest, and stuff like that. Well, anyway, I um, on Friday, somewhere late morning, I started to feel kind of like a, a tingly sensation. It wasn't fully numb, but just a sensation in the left in my left hand going all the way down through my, you know, the inside of my elbow up into my shoulder 
and into my chest area right behind where my left breast is. And I'm like, really? This that doesn't feel right. Now, the thing is, is that I still didn't think anything of this because for the last couple of days up to then, um, I had experienced some shoulder pain like I, you know, up into my neck and in my shoulder. It's like, man, I really slept on that wrong. And I'm figuring, you know, pinched nerve or something. Right. Well, then like a little bit later, I started to feel the left side of my mouth was a little tingly. Like I had just had, you know, come off of Novocaine. It was just at the final stages of that. And it was only the left side of my lips, the left side of my nose and my left cheek. And I'm looking online, you know, with the stuff. And it's like stroke, 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 stroke. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Call 911 within three hours and they might be able to save your life. Yeah. Or, or to keep wait you- until 3.30 in the afternoon on a Saturday. <laughs> you know, they say, you know, it wasn't save your life, but it was, um, you know, to keep from permanent damage. Yeah. So uh, I didn't go to the hospital right away. And um, what happened, though, is by not going to the hospital that night, I was really freaking myself out. And by the next morning, I'm really freaking myself out. And I'm like, I'm freaking himself out. He was freaking our kids out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing is, is I, I decided what? I just I love when Matthew says. <laughs> if you go to the hospital, daddy, I sure hope you come home. <laughs> <laughs> well? I think you had our son like certain that you were dying well i honestly i didn't know if i was or not you know i mean i i don't know okay anyway did i remember this old family from the heart episode that our family from the heart this focus on the family episode that you and i listened to years ago we lived in the a-frame house okay and uh it was probably we probably heard it on the way home or something like that but we were um Jesse says hypochondriac, maybe you think? You know, a little bit. You know, I, I have I, I would say that I sometimes deal with that. You know, it's it's more of the fear of the unknown. It's right. like I, I just need to get checked out. You know, I haven't I've been putting it off for too long. If you want to know why I didn't go to the hospital on Friday and I waited until Saturday, um, I recorded an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. It was to see how much stress my wife can handle. That's what it was. How, that, that's did, what it was. You must have listened to the episode. I did. That's not why. Not. But if you wanted to. <laughs> that was just a side benefit. If you want to find out why I waited so long, um, you, and, and I'm not proud of it, but it, I, I, I really do share the reason why I waited so long and why it's silly and what you should, guys should consider doing if you you know have these problems of thinking about fears and stuff like that. But anyway, um, it's episode 512 of Pursuing a Balanced Life at pursuingabalancedlife.com. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it also, you can read my entire blog post. I, I live blogged my entire hospital experience. You did. Uh, so if you if you want. I and, did read that. And by the way, the direct link to that podcast episode and blog post is gspn.tv forward slash hospital 2012. So hospital 2012. Anyway, so I was in the hospital. I they did uh, EKGs. They did. um chest x-rays i did a cat scan um they did way too much blood work in mri and an mri and they came back and says that you did not have a stroke we can absolutely 100 percent conclusively say no stroke there is nothing no abnormalities with your mri nothing wrong neurologically up there um nothing wrong with your heart 
not nothing. And I was, I was, which leads us back to the hypochondriac. Well, it does. It does. You know, I think that what happened was I had a severely pinched nerve and it went all the way up into my chest area. And I think it traveled up into my neck. I, I really do think after all is said and done, it was a very severely pinched nerve. Um, but a couple things came out of this. Number one, I had my annual checkup, which is the first one I've had in how many annuals? <laughs> okay, maybe it was the first one ever. <laughs> I have no response to that. I, I think it's my first annual checkup since I've since I'm 38 years old. This is my first annual checkup. <clears throat> yeah, so I had that. <laughs> And the the thing is, is now I know I was a little bit afraid that um, after let's see, Cliff is laughing a lot more than Steph. Yes. Steph doesn't really think that it's all that funny. I mean, I'm glad that you're healthy. I'm glad that you're you're okay. But um, I I, and I understand you. You kept telling me you're like, I think I knew I needed to go, but I just needed Robert to tell me that, you know, I I wasn't telling that you that you needed to to go you had shared your symptoms with me and i was you know i'll keep an eye on you if you fall on the floor i'll call it 911 <laughs> um i don't really get i don't really get i don't know you don't get what i don't know um like you did i mean I all built up like that all all worked up like that i don't i don't get all worked up i was Okay, well, we'll watch it. We'll see what it does. You know, if it does something more serious than what it's doing now, then yes, we'll go to the ER before, you know, just going to the doctor on Monday. But I call my parents to come sit with the kids and she gets, my mom gets here and I'm like, okay, she's here. Are you ready? No. And I come down and you're blogging. (laughs) Of course I am. Okay. So you blog for four. Okay. Well, no, that's fine. But you have to understand it from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're you're building it up to the oh my goodness, my chest was hurting and my face was numb and you're blogging. Clearly you weren't dying. I, I, I well, as far and, as I was concerned, I wasn't dying. Yeah. And so we finally leave and then you're like, Well, they might not let me eat for a few days, so why don't we stop and get Chipotle first? So you're eating Chipotle. You're not dying. <laughs> We eat, which I was very thankful for because we were at the ER. I was at the ER or in the hospital with you until 11. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was nice to eat before we went. Um, but then we eat and we're on our way there. And you're like, is there anywhere else we want to stop? You want some Starbucks, <laughs> which I'm not going to turn down free Starbucks. So, yes, we went. And um, but you weren't in a hurry to get there. I wasn't. I mean, and so I was just. I'm taking what you're saying to me. And weighing it with your actions and that and that determined my response. Right. Does that make sense to yeah. you? Okay. So that's why I'm not LOLing. It was not that funny to me. Okay. It, it was just, it threw a kink in our weekend. It was fine. You're healthy. Yeah. And Cliff thought it was a lot funnier than I did. <laughs> I did. Because he got to be out of the house for two and a half days. Nice. <laughs> I'm the and so here's the funny thing is is that on Monday you came home and here is the funny part for me you come home on Monday um Sarah is texting me making sure everything's okay I'm like it's fine you know actually um we were actually we were talking on the phone earlier as the kids were getting in the car from from 
school mm-hmm. and they were just they were wound up they were they they're like they always are when they get out of school um after having been told to be quiet all day and so i was like my kids are driving me crazy anyway we were laughing we were having fun i'm texting sarah later that evening and I'm like, my kids are still driving me crazy actually i told cliff i think my chest is hurting and i need to go to the er and be admitted right now like right now and she's like that's a good idea can i come i'm like yes we can room together and then and so you know we have this and probably about an hour after we had that conversation she sends me this text message that says no really i i think that my you know she was joking but she's like i I think i feel something coming on right now (laughs) let's go it's like here we, we we literally that's the only way for us to get a break is is to be admitted to the hospital or at least that's the way we were feeling that day. Gotcha. So. Well, you know, the, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't feel like what I was experiencing was severe enough to go to the hospital. But the thing is, is every single thing that it says, if you even, because I didn't have any droopy features, I didn't right. have slurring of the speech, I didn't have problem understanding anybody, I didn't lose any movement of my arm, I could grasp things, I could, I, I could do push-ups, I could do anything that I wanted to do. In fact, I worked all day through the whole, the numbness in my left arm um, with no problem at all. And, you know, I I just, and I didn't have any other symptoms, but it, but everything on the web says that even if you only have, please understand, you, you don't have to have all of these symptoms. Even if you have one of these symptoms, especially if it is limited to one side of the body, immediately call 911. So, um, uh, and and I, I didn't go to the to and Kim says that's why the internet is dangerous thing when it comes to self diagnosis and I wasn't going there for self diagnosis I was just going there for you know it's like you know what is the symptom of a heart attack you know am I and and the, and it turns out it wasn't a symptom of a heart attack it's a symptom of a stroke and I'm like you know what I I don't want to slur my speech you know for the next couple of years because well honestly it doesn't make for good podcasting I don't think and so. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, and it's like, and of course, I'm not finding this stuff until after three hours and it says, and if they can get to you within three hours, they can give you this medicine. And it'll, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm over the three hours. Why as well just wait till Monday? That's right. And the more I waited, the more I realized it's like, you were you know, freaking out. Well, the thing is, it's like, what if, what if I am experiencing a stroke? You know, how stupid of it is me to wait until Monday? Uh, so, and, and that's, that's what it came down to. That's why I went and got checked out, but it turns out that I am healthy. And I, what I was going to say about before the whole LOLing, um, what I was going to say was that for the first 36 years of my life, I did not take good care of myself at all. Over the last two years, I've been taking pretty darn good care of myself with the exception of some bad choices from here and there. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, uh, you know, just and I fall off the wagon every now and then uh, when it comes to eating and uh, eating healthy and, you know, physical activity. But for the most part, the last two years of my life has been radically changed. I mean, I am a different person in my mindset about physical health and 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 stuff like that. And I've been taking good care of myself. But uh, I've always wondered, you know, how much damage did the first 36 years of my life do to my heart? You right. Know? Do I have major blockage and, and stuff like that? 
And so when I started to experience this, experience those pains, I'm like, it, it added to a little bit of a hypochondria. You know, I haven't ever got checked out. I, I, I'm a, I have this terrible fear of needles and, and stuff like this. So for me to be released from the hospital and to know that my heart is perfectly healthy, to know that my, you know, that it definitely was not a, a um, stroke and that there was nothing wrong with my brain. I am perfect. It's like, I came out with it like a, just this new lease on life. I'm like, wow, this is this is exciting. I'm I'm ready to move forward. Um, and if I do have a little chest discomfort from you know bruised ribs or whatever that is going on there, I, I you know I, it's not my heart. I'm gonna keep pushing through. And uh, the more I push through and exercise, the less that that pain is there in my chest. And so, you know, it, it's got to have something to do with it. So, yeah, I I am healthy. I'm excited to know that. And uh, the thing is, is it did uncover three things. It uncovered, um, I learned that I have ulnar neuropathy on my left hand, on my left arm, mm-hmm. which uh, is something that can be, something can be done about it. it it's the way that I, I sleep and it's the way that I rest my arm on my table here at the office, uh, where basically it pinches the little nerve there and it causes the left pinky finger and the left side of my ring finger to kind of go numb. Um so he, the neurologist explained to me that that's not permanent damage if it comes and goes. He says that it's brought on by your ulnar nerve getting wrapped up around your elbow and then you bending it and cutting off the circulation there and or wh- whatever the case may be. But anyway, um, so I learned about that. I learned that my cholesterol is a little higher than it needs to be. Uh, and I know why, because I eat a lot of eggs and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's easy to 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 fix. And I learned that I have these at least one on my left side and potentially one on my right side, this thing called a nasal polyp Mm -hmm. and a nasal polyp. She says, have you ever had any problems with sinus infections? I said, have I ever had any problems with sinus? I only get two to five of those things a year. And she goes, well, you might want to see, you know, you might want to check in with an ENT they can do a procedure to remove the nasal polyps. And what it is, is it's just a little growth inside of your nasal cavity and it traps mucus and and it. And if you like have allergies or have an allergic reaction and it builds up anything inside of there. And then what happens is it, it stays and it turns into an infection pretty quickly. And uh, I'm like, I really feel like my being in this hospital was all initiated by that. Because it was going to PodCamp Cincinnati's pre-party mm-hmm. at a place where they had tons and tons of cigarette smoke. It really caused me to have an allergic reaction. I started and, and immediately that night I came down with a sinus infection. Yep. So um, and that led to so much. And I think that that's what led to my whole chest, you know, pain and everything. So, wow, I I'm, I may go in and see an ENT. Okay. Uh, here within the next month or so, and and I'm going to get in and put t- and ask them for a consult to see if they think I should have that removed and see if there's another one. And and who knows? The the, the neurologist said that, that chances are, if you were to have that removed, you would see a drastic you you would drastically decrease your chances of getting a sinus infection. Wow! So check you out. As far as I'm concerned, it was a weekend well spent. Yes. There you go. And I wasn't laughing. I'm laughing now. It's, I think it's funny now, but right. I wasn't laughing then. Okay. I certainly wasn't laughing when those people brought those needles and put them in my arm. I was. <laughs> I know you were. There, you wanted to see Stephanie laughing out loud. That's when that was happening. Uh, that's when that was happening. 
I'm like poke him again just for fun. I, I I thank God for all the people in our community that uh, you know was praying and stuff like that. And you know the thing is 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 I I am fully aware. Although I do believe I, mostly I do I I lean towards the fact that this whole episode even even in my face was was a just a severely pinched nerve. But I will not rule out the fact that I could have had a significant or a mild stroke that lasted through the day on on Friday and that it caused some significant damage and that on behalf on behalf of all the prayers that had been uh, prayed for me that day that I could have been 100% completely healed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But all I know is that I'm healthy and I'm, ha- I'm happy. Very good. All right. So Stephanie's new journal. Stephanie's new journal. So um, I had this, I had this really, this was Saturday morning before Cliff's drama. Um, I got up and doing kid stuff, but I really wanted to sit down and write in my prayer journal. Um, it was my sister's 16th birthday. And so I wanted to take some time and, and write out some prayers for her. And, um, and then I knew you weren't feeling well. Um, and so I started writing and I honestly, I can't even tell you what it says. I'd I'd have to go get it and read it, but it wasn't until the very end that I even started praying for my sister. Um, just as, as I started, I don't even know how to share this story. Okay. Um, but as I started writing, I just had this overwhelming sense that this is my last entry in this journal that and i've had this journal since july of 2002 so um 11 and a half years and as i'm writing this last entry i just really felt like this was the last entry that i would write in that journal that there's a chapter that is closing and so I, I finished my prayers and then I, I, I went back and I was reading old entries mm-hmm. and um, you know, I have a hard time and, and this is no surprise cause I've said it many times. I have a hard time seeing change in myself. Like Stephanie sitting here right now. I, I feel like the same girl who was sitting here five years ago or, you know um, I wasn't sitting here five years ago or Actually, I was, but you <laughs> you know, were six actually. or se- seven. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and so I have a hard time of seeing the change in my life, but as I read back over some of those journal entries, I can say I can honestly tell you that I'm not that same person, and um. And so it was. It was just really, really great to just. To know, to have it confirmed that I, I am changed. Yeah. I am changed. And so that Stephanie, it's time to close that book and put it on the shelf. And I bought a new journal and, and it's time to start what will be the next journal of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was really exciting. The next volume. The next volume. Volume one has been concluded. Has, has concluded. We're on Stephanie Volume Two now. Stephanie so, Volume Two. I uh, love that. <laughs> um, hey, could that be? No, that's too long too. 
What? Oh, for Twitter? Twitter, Twitter ID. Yes, yeah. Tony Volume 2. Um, so it was just, it was just, it was really good to look back and, and to see what I struggled with then, if I'm still struggling with it now, or if it's something that I've um, come to accept or, or deal with or, or whatever, whatever the issue was and, and how it was handled um, or is being still handled. Um, one fun thing that, that I found was I found a journal entry from August of 2004. Okay. Okay. And so, and I'm reading over it and I'm just like, I have to go, I have to go tell Cliff this. So I come in, you're still in bed cause you weren't feeling well. And, and I sit down and I'm, and I have the journal in my lap and I tell you, I have a confession and you look at me like, okay, like I ha- I have to confess something to you right now. I have for the last six and a half years told McKenna that she is the best surprise God ever sent me. We were not planning on having a third child. It was not, um, she was an unexpected pregnancy. I mean, we, we've said all of these things on August 4th. I don't remember now, but in August of 2004, I prayed for a third child. Mm. And if you look at the dates, I was already pregnant with McKenna when I wrote it. So it was just, it was just. Have you told McKenna that yet? No. I think you should. I will. I will. I don't know if she'd understand that yet. I think she would. I do think you? you? Yeah. Okay. I, I know she would. Okay. Because I am. I'm, I, I do want to tell her that. I did. I, I prayed for her. I wanted her. I think you should tell and, her that. Uh, not that I didn't want. I mean, anyway. But I, I love that. I, I love not. And I had no recollection of writing that in my journal at all. When And I was in denial for so long. I mean, anybody who's listened to this podcast for a long time might know that um, that I've shared the story how Sarah would tell me you're pregnant. You you need to take a pregnancy test. I'm telling you. And I'm like, I'm Sarah, you're you're crazy. You know, I am not pregnant. And um and when I finally took a pregnancy test in September, I'd been pregnant since June. <laughs> so yeah. um it was and and I was in denial. And I think part of I was just I was afraid to tell you and and what that would do, you know how it would change our family dynamic and anyway but um so it it is it is fun for me to to look back into now i asked for her i wanted her mm-hmm. and i love that and um so i mean and there there are other things that that were in there but i just i am changed and it was time to put that away and i'm starting yeah. I'm starting a new journal. It was cool because you came to me and um, you said I, you started out by saying, you know, I, I want to know if I can go and get a new journal. Right. And I'm like, OK. And so I see this, you know, it, it's a good size book. Mm-hmm. It's a good size journal, has lots of pages in it. Right. Uh, right. It's a it's a big book. I mean, it's don't think I've just been because <laughs> yeah. I've had it for like a long time. Right. So, so she tells me uh, she, I said I said 11. It's been nine and a half. It'll okay. be 10 years in July. So about nine and a half years. And I'm like, well, you know, you're going to go. get. I said, I'm just curious, mm-hmm. you know, how, how many pages have you filled? I figured, you know, it's one because if you're like me, sometimes you start a prayer journal and you write for two or three days and and then maybe about once every four or five months after that. Mm-hmm. And 
And then it's like, so, you know, is it 16 pages? There's like 85 pages, you know, 180 pages that are unwritten. <laughs> I think but there yet, are five or six pages that are yeah. unwritten on. Well, that's that's what she did. She showed me that. And I'm like, you've written that much. Yeah. And and I was I was impressed. Number one. Well, thank you. I'm just thoroughly impressed that you had written so much in your journal. And now, granted, it's nine and a half years, but still that you kept the same journal mm-hmm. that you've written in it all this time. And, and that it was almost complete. And it's like, well, you know what? I know there's some pages left. But the, tr- but the truth is, is, you know, that this fits with what you feel God's been laying on your heart, mm-hmm. that it's time for you to understand your new identity. Right. That, that you have changed. And what a perfect way to go back and see that. And I, I love this because, I, you know, I've been I've journaled ever since. Oh, goodness. I, I, I've journaled for a very long time. A long time. Yeah, and I still have the journal that I wrote in. I have I have the journal and the notes and everything that I wrote uh, when I first met you. I know. Like, yeah, the first time you called me it's on the creepy. phone. And I and I'm and just stuff. kidding. It's not creepy. And I have some other journals from years and years ago. And and I have journals of the time I had my kidney stones, so I would remember what it felt like, just in case I ever had them again. That was in 1999. Yeah. So I mean, I, I was pregnant with Megan. I've journaled a lot, and. And I, I will tell you that journaling for me does something that I, I it's hard to explain to you in words what it does for me. Uh, one of the things that I tend to do is I tend to make it a prayer journal mm-hmm. as if I'm like writing a letter to God. Right. And that's how I tend to do most of mine. Although sometimes I will write it as more of a you know, a, a journal, a diary, if you will, of, of here's what I did today and mm-hmm. this is what I did today. Very few times have I ever done that. Occasionally, I'll write something to my children mm-hmm. in there. Like, well, I, I don't think I've, I don't know that I've done it for Matthew and Megan or McKenna, but I remember M- Megan. McChicken. McChicken, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big Megan. Uh, but I remember doing, I, I don't know, I, I remember sitting there right in my journal, you know, it's like, dear God, I pray that my daughter's not ugly. You I know? know, I remember. I <laughs> it's like, yes, healthy would be great. But please also, if you could, if you could spare some extra beauty, I, we would love to have that. You know, I, it I, worked. I, it worked. Absolutely. It and all three kids, I prayed, I, know. I prayed the same thing. Health first, beauty second, smarts. You you decide what you want there, God. But come on, did that too. Please, no no ugly ones. And and uh, God blessed us with all that I ever asked for and so much more. Absolutely. And uh, I figured I figured you know I I didn't want I didn't want any ugly genes for me to get into there. Oh come on. <laughs> so no, it was it, it was good. But yeah, journaling yes. has been so important. And the only thing I the only thing that I regret looking back over my journaling is that sometimes I did it in a book. Sometimes I did it in a computer. Sometimes I, you know, go, you know, and I've gone back and forth. And, and the only thing I hate is that I don't know if I, if I even, even if I wanted to, if I could go back and find all of the various different things. And that's, that's downright frustrating to me. Um, And the other thing is, is that I hate the fact that I lost one of them. You know, that we we went out for our anniversary and and I lost one of those books. And somebody was telling me, uh, dude, somebody, th- they threw that away. And I'm like, no, no, nobody threw no. that one away. You're going to see a sitcom. Yeah. Coming yeah. up pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you right now, I will not be running for president. 
because because that would come out that that book the it's this gonna book surface that's right uh, but i'm just waiting for it. it it will because it had and it's like well how would they even know it's yours because it's front marked of, in the front of it it says if you find this please return to cliff raven's grab it's got my address my phone number my email it's like seriously i want this thing back and it's never come back and it's like oh well they threw it in the trash i'm like no it was pj it was mm. pj that i was talking mm-hmm. to and uh, he and I said, no, it's not in the trash. I can guarantee that because I, I looked in the trash. Uh, it's not in the trash. It Somebody's got it and they had themselves a good read. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, yep. it, it's out there. So uh, n- needless to say, you think I share a lot in a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. There's not anything I really ever held back when I wrote it in a journal. So anyway. But yeah, I'm excited. So you got your new journal? I do. What explain your journal? What, what what's it look like? What would you um, get? well, it is green. And it has little hearts all over it, which I love. And um or no, it's not hearts, it's polka dots. And then it also says um live, love, laugh, which are three of my favorite words. And um since I am trying to love the people in my life while I live my life on purpose and laugh out loud as much as I can. I thought that it was very fitting. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm really excited about it. And then inside of it, um, every, every like three or four pages or so, um, there are quotes from, from people. And, and so I like that. Like one of them says, um, live your life, Live your life so you wouldn't be afraid to sell the family parrot to the town gossip. Nice. And I love I love that. And yep. and so it just has it just has little um little quotes like that all throughout the all throughout the book. You said so. that you had bought Sarah a journal as well. I did buy Sarah a journal did you give as it well. To her yet? I did. I gave it to her yesterday and um it is Sarah loves owls mm-hmm. and um I love to think of I love to think of Sarah when I see owls because I think she's wise. Like I, I love that about her. And, um, and, and so owls, Sarah, what well, anyway. And so I got it and I, I picked it up. I'm like, I'm going to get this for Sarah. I'm like, no, I really don't have the budget for it. So I put it back and I went back. And I'm like, no, I really want to get this for Sarah. And I put it, it's three or four times of picking it up and putting it back till I finally just decided I'm going to get this for Sarah and I gave it to her yesterday and she loves it. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, it is time already. Can you believe this? Really? To say thank you to our wonderful sponsor, Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. If you go to Mardell.com forward slash GSPN, you'll see our favorite resources that you could consider looking into. Uh, one of my favorite resources is a book called So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore by Wayne Jacobson. And what's really cool, if you go to encouragingotherstroughchrist.com, I did an interview, uh, or it's actually more of a conversation that I had with the author of that book, Wayne Jacobson, about the topic of that book. Uh, and uh, it turned out extremely well. So well that uh, he and I have, uh, you know, we're, it, it, I think we're at the very beginning of a very cool friendship. And uh, I'm excited to announce that uh, Wayne Jacobson is going to be joining me again next Thursday. We're going to record a conversation, uh, not live, 
But uh, we will be recording a conversation for Encouraging Others Through Christ, uh, which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, that's that used to be called the About the Church podcast. Mm-hmm. It had a little bit of a rebranding because I wanted to get a domain name that goes along with it. Uh, so anyway, any and um, also there were other reasons. What are you, what's wrong? You're looking at me funny. Well, I thought that this was the time to say thank you to our sponsor Mardell, which you started. I'll get there. And then you, okay. I'm just, I'm all over the place here. I was distracted by you're all over the place. I'm doing a Leo Laporte style. Oh, that's why I'm not following it. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to point out that it's also cross promotion for encouraging others through Christ as well. But anyway, um, we're going to be doing a conversation about trusting in God for providing for our financial needs and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, um, without worrying and feeling like you have to do and like work around the clock and all that stuff. And so anyway, it's going to be great. Uh, but, uh, if, if you want to understand just how radically our lives have changed and, and the catalyst for me for that was the book. So you don't want to go to church anymore. Uh, If you go to mardell.com forward slash GSPN, it's linked right there highly encourage this book. I can't encourage it more. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you quit going to church. I'm just suggesting that you read, read the, the book. book. Right. Uh, and I'm not saying that the book is going to lead you to quit the church. Uh, it's, it's not that at all. Uh, in fact, I think you might be shockingly surprised at just how fresh, refreshing the good news actually really is. But anyway, um, if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, it's a great way to say thank you to Mardell for sponsoring our show. That's how they know that you've actually used our promo code is how they know that you came from us. Um, And of course, you also get 10% off of anything that you order there. And of of course, I want to remind you that you can share our promo code with anybody in the world that you know. It's perfectly fine if you want to uh, just tell the world to buy their stuff at Mardell and use promo code GSPN just to get 10% off. We're we're quite fine with that. Right. All right. Always. There you go. Yes. So. Very good. We told everybody last week um, that we would talk about. Yeah, our so we two, should probably do that. 2012 goals. Right. Do you have your goals? Where are your goals at? Are they written down in your authentic binder? I. They are. So tell us. Let's this. start off with your goals. Okay. Let's start off with my goals. I like starting off with your goals. They're shorter than yours. They are shorter than mine. <laughs> they are. Well, um, this is the first time that I've actually sat down and, and written out true goals for myself. Not just for our marriage or for our kids or our family, but but for myself, things that I wanted to accomplish in in a given year, and so I'm really excited about them. Sorry. Um. Okay. So my first my my word for 2012 I talked about is order mm-hmm. and um or code name year of umbrage, umbrage right? <laughs> so. So the first goal is to have order in my house. And so I've been going through the house um, room by room and just cleaning them out, um, decluttering them and and doing some things. I have finished the kids' rooms, the kitchen, the living room, and the hall closet. So next up is um, our corner of the... And you did the office because this was... It was on the list, but it was in no way my responsibility Uh, that I was taking it on as I wasn't going to come in here and clean out your stuff. Um, So next is our corner of the house, our, our bedroom and bathroom. And then I have the laundry room 
this closet underneath the stairs and the garage. Pray for me. I may not make it out alive. Yeah. Okay. And and so so my first goal is order in the house. And I, I have a plan and I'm working through. And honestly, I'm almost done. I just need a little bit of downtime from my everyday tasks to get back to it. Um, and then I have going with order in the house is um, I have some projects that, that I'm going to work on throughout the year. Um, improvements to make to the house, like um, possibly repainting, um, getting new blinds, getting new carpet. Um, so different things like, like that. And actually, um, oh, that's supposed to say closet door. Okay. So um, I was going to say that one's done already, but it's not because this should be a closet door for Megan's room. Gotcha. But um, so I'm working that way. I, I'm working towards that. Um, the second one is order in my life um, to plan a schedule. Like I'm going to mop all the floors on such and such day. And this is going to take place on this day. And I'm going to do my GSP work on this day. And um, and so have my schedule but still allow for flexibility because that's, that's who I am. I'm not a minute to minute, you know, don't call me because I won't answer the phone because it's not written in my schedule. Right. Right. Like some people at this table. Hey, I, you have to, oh, wait, no, no, no. Let's pause no, no, no. there for a second. Okay. Because you have to admit for at least two or three months, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been the type of person that okay. I have a very, well thought out schedule, but I have been able to at at anything that's come up pretty much just say, okay, let's do okay. it. But I was referring to answering the phone. <laughs> like if a number pops up and you don't know it, you're like, oh, well, I don't have any appointments. Oh so, yeah. I still do do that. <laughs> that. That's what I'm talking. I mean, I was specifically referring to okay. answering the phone anyway. Yeah. Um, which I'm totally cool with. As your yeah. wife, if you don't know the number, by all means, don't answer Or if, it. It, if there's not a call scheduled. I mean, it's like, because the thing is, is any call, I mean, if the caller ID shows its family, then I pick it up. Right. You know, well, depending on what family it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, you know, if the, most of the time it's an out of state number mm-hmm. and that, and my phone number that, that leads directly to my cell phone is published on the web which is fine um, and and stuff like that. But the thing is, though, is that I know that that's somebody who's calling for advice related to podcasting I'm like nine times out of ten. And and I know it's like, well, I don't have this planned and I'm doing something else right now. And so for me to pick this up, I know that I'm going to be on the phone for the next 30 minutes to an hour. To an hour, right. And it's not scheduled. And no, I, I I'm I'm taking control of how I design my days these days yeah. and, and my voicemail, they'll get it. And it says something along the lines that, you know, just so you know, I prefer email. However, if your call is urgent, mm-hmm. do by all means, leave a message, you know, right. and, and I, will I was get just to making you. a joke. Okay. You didn't have, I mean, no, really, just it was just, the thing is, is I really did struggle for a long time that, you know, I can't pull myself away from my schedule. I I've committed right. to this. And the problem was, is that, and the truth was, is I couldn't, I couldn't pull myself away from my schedule because I had booked every moment in my life right. with a commitment. Mm-hmm. That is, that's where I was. I literally, you know, it's like I had client call, 
you know, 10 minutes to prepare for the next call, client call, you know, and, and it's like, and then I had, you know, had did this and it's like, and then I'm talking to this and it's like, well, if I have to reschedule this, there's no place to reschedule it. Right. Because I had booked everything I, mm-hmm. and that was ridiculous. And and I've, I've got so much margin in my life right now. Honestly, it scares me. Mm-hmm. It, I, I will tell you, I am, I am uncomfortable with where my schedule is right now because I have so much freedom. And at the same time, it feels so good, but it feels so, for, there's a part of me that makes it feel wrong. Hmm. Okay. It feels wrong to have so much margin in my life. Right. Because I, I don't know, I, I feel like I was trained to believe that, you know, you work, 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 work. And if you need to take a 10 minute, 10 minutes for lunch, by all means, go take 10 minutes, but get back to work, 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 work. And if you want to make more money, which we're trying to do for to meet some of the goals pr- that are on your list and my list, then then you have to work, 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 right. work even more. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. So, um, um, my my next goal is by the end of the year, I'd I'd like to make it to one hundred forty pounds. Very cool. And where are you at um, today? I, well, you don't want to say you don't have to. No, I'm I'm thinking. I think I'm at 160. Okay. Because I I was very open and honest and said I'd gain 10 pounds. I mean, I'm Right. I'm not ashamed of that. Um But you know, and I wrote this. I wrote this. Well, let's see. You, on the first you, or the you second. You had lost 72. So right. you're still 62 pounds lower than when you started. So there's True, no am. shame in that right. one, babe. No. Um <laughs> I and I'm not feeling any shame, but I wrote I wrote that I wanted to make it to 140. And, um, and at the same time, I struggle with this because I'm pretty comfortable where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just am. And so I'm following, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to, to two things. Um, one is training for the, um, Nashville half marathon. And the other is, um, a certain amount of calories a day that I'm putting into my body. And so I'm sticking to those things for right now. And then if, you know, I need to change something later on, I will. Um, but I think that I, I was even thinking about this, knowing that I was going to read it today. Um, I really think I just want to make it to a healthy BMI. Okay. I'm not even certain that. You want to try to get I to I want to try to get to 140. I just want to be at a healthy BMI. Well, I think your Which BMI I'm like is. Two away. Yeah. Two, so you're. So. But so what what is the healthy BMI? Because BMI is definitely yes. weight as a part of it. Right. Oh, right. I know. So what, well, that's what I'm saying. What uh, weight would get you to a healthy BMI? 150? Uh, no, I think. I think. 155? One, like 146, 145. Okay. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still working toward that. Right. But I just, um, I've been trying to take my focus off of the pounds. Yeah. You know, that that's all I'm talking about. And this is important uh, because for you right now, you're building a lot of muscle because right. you're training for a, a half marathon. Right. And you're getting on the treadmill and all of a sudden it's like your your weight. It's like, wait a second. It, it even went up a couple of an hour. You know, it's like, you, you know, point because I'm up. building I'm building muscle. And so when I look at when I weigh myself and I look on my app on my phone for the for the Wything scale, I'm no longer looking at my overall pounds i'm looking at my lean mass and, and my fat, fat mass yeah. so um that sounds funny why try saying 
my my, my <laughs> I'm not gonna fat, my fat mass really fast ten times. No, I'm just looking at my fat mass. <laughs> Listen. Uh, anyway, so just just that the that the I put 140 pounds, but I'm really also trying to take the focus off, off of your fat mass, the pounds. I'm sorry. You're being, you're being <laughs> words that I can't say because this is a family show. Ah, uh, anyway, so, I'm sorry. I'm back. All right. Are you? <laughs> yes, really? I think. All right. Yeah. Um, my next goal is to run the Nashville half marathon. Um, I am registered. I'm doing this either way, but my goal is to run it. Um, I'm going down with what, two are friends. You crazy. I'm going to Nashville with two friends who are runners. And actually, one of them um, sent me a message and said that she was honored that I had called her a runner when I talked about it on the last episode of Full Time Mom. But but she is, you know, she she just made this goal and ran like 40 days consecutively. I'm like, yeah, if I'm running, someone's chasing me. So, yeah. Except not anymore. If I'm running, it's because I'm training for the Nashville Half Marathon and training's going well. It is. Yeah. I, I I love that you're training uh, because it inspires and encourages me to get out of the house and go with you when mm-hmm. I when you go in the mornings, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And my my schedule with my margin allows me to go out at 830 and <clears throat> and then to, to take the kids to school with you and to get to the wire around, you know, almost at nine o'clock right. most days and uh, to work out from nine to ten o'clock at the Y. And then to get home at nine thirty and start my day somewhere around ten o'clock, I can do that. And but and but that's only on the days that we work out for a half hour. On the days that we work out for an no, hour, no, that was an hour. I, I just said from nine to ten. Oh, did I? But no, then I'm you sorry. just then said I, you get home. Then you I leave get at home 9 at 10, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so I get home at ten thirty. Right, and, and you're starting the day at yeah, eleven. Yeah. You know. Um, Wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. So. But anyway, so my goal is to run and Wait training is going well. I've been well. starting the day at 11. What the heck am I doing? I need to quit working Slacker. out. Slacker. Man, I'm so horrible. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I know you're kidding. Who start, the thing here, I do want to point this out. Not that anybody cares. But um, the other thing is you get up at what time in the morning to t- to wake Megan up? I get up at um, it, 6 o'clock. Is it 5.30 that the alarm goes my off? My alarm on? goes off at 5.30. I've been getting up most mornings between, I know not all the time. But most mornings I've been getting up at between 5.30 and 6.30 in the morning and coming down and actually getting a couple of hours, you know, an hour or so of right. work done before, before we, we go to- work out, mm-hmm. which has really been helpful to me. And I'm more focused. It's more like, wow, this is intense. And and I've been driving Megan to school, at, which is fun, by the way, mm-hmm. just having that just few minutes each morning with her. But uh, I've been, she'll come in, she goes, Dad, it's time to go. And I'm like, ah, oh, because I'm like, it's like, wow, I am laser focused mm-hmm. in, in the morning. It's like, that's good stuff. And there have been a couple nights where we went to bed at like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other night, I remember we went to bed at 10 o'clock and I'm like, I can't believe we stayed up this late. <laughs> anyway. I, I like when people call at nine and he's like, what are they doing calling this late? I Well, I do feel so very serious about that. It's I like, know. what are you calling us at nine o'clock? Yeah. All right, so um, running. Running. Um, Next is to start planning for the Authentic Life Retreat. Dun, dun, dun. I know. So I talked about this before on here, and um, Sarah and I talked about it a little bit. Did we talk about it? I don't know if we talked about it. I don't know if you've ever talked about it. We've talked about it personally 
the two of us, but I don't know if we've talked about it on Authentic Life Radio. But um, but from the beginning, we've said that Authentic Life Radio is um, it is God's work of art, and He's just allowing us to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so this idea came um through something that you said to me um was that. And, and and so this idea that Sarah and I would would have this authentic life retreat one day, um, it like came to me and really I'm not kidding you I could see the whole thing in my head, um, and so the goal for 2012 is to start planning it to pick um, a target audience, a topic, a date, a place, and and all of those things and so, make it so and make it so. Awesome. um, Next is is probably one of my favorite things, but being open to letting God tell me who I am rather than other people. And what I mean by that is like um, things that I've been told in my past, things that I tell myself, um, and just really, really listening and being open to God defining who I am rather than me or things that I've always thought I've been. I was talking with Sarah the other day and um and I had this I had this moment and I I don't see if I can I can um share it back with you guys the best way, but I just I had this moment the other day where um I was I've been told my entire life that I'm just like my dad. Always. And so I've come to believe certain things about myself just based on being told you're just like your dad. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Nobody had to tell me that. I'll take it physically because I've talked about this before. Now I'm not talking physically. Now I'm talking about character and, and personality. But, um, but if I talk about my physical body, nobody ever had to tell me that I had a big bottom. All they told me was, you, you have a bottom like your dad. No one ever told me I had fat thighs, but they said you have thighs just like your dad. And my dad is a big man. I mean, that's he's like six foot tall, 300 pounds. I mean, he's a he's a big man. So as a little girl, I I took what I was told and I took what I was saw. And then I, I made you made that reality. I made that reality. And I and I took that on myself and that defined who I was for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um. And so the same thing has been with my personality and with my um, with my character. And so I was, you know, I know that I don't have many um, personality traits as my mom. I know that I'm not a lot like her, and and that's fine. No child is going to be like both like exactly like both parents. Right. Right. So I'm not, I'm not a lot like my mom and, um, and in my entire life, I have been told you are just like your dad. You are just like your dad. And so the other day I was praying and you know what God told me? I'm really nothing like my dad. (laughs) Like we have some, we have some similarities and I have some strengths that come from observing him and, and come from things that, that he taught me. But I'm not just like my dad. I am Stephanie. Yeah. I am my own individual. And anyway, it was fantastic. So this is my goal for the year is to being open to letting God tell me who I am and I'm open to it and he is. Yeah. So 
anyway i love my daddy i don't want anyone to to take anything no, bad and, out of that but there are some person there are some positive th- traits that that you have taking for example not being afraid to speak your mind you know most of the time it's most it's of a the good, time it's, it's a, a strength good, it's a strength sometimes it's a weakness you know and, and and you know with what makes it a true strength is when you have such great power and sometimes you restrain it <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. so so i mean there there are some great traits i mean you're 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 loyal I, that's one of the things i see from your dad that you you certainly you you when you commit to something you you're you do it i see that in your dad i see that in you i don't necessarily see that in some other people um that that you may have done life with right so the thing is i i see i i i just want to say that and not to go against anything you just said there are some things in your life that you did develop and pick up from your dad absolutely and they're great things and Mm -hmm. i think what you'll find is that when god begins to tell you who you are it's like well you're not just like your dad but there are some things that I put you in your dad's life. Absolutely. On, a, on for a reason because I wanted you to have these I, things. I wanted some of these things to be a part of the who you are I want you to right. be. Right. Absolutely. You used better words, but you just said exactly I, what I was I yeah. knew I knew you were saying that and I also know that your mom uh, that Lori and your dad listened. They do. And I and I wanted to cuz I I knew Here's what, everything thing. I said was what you were right. thinking. I think that your words were perfect for the listeners who might not know me. Right. I can guarantee you that my dad would listen yeah. to my scattered brained explanation and know exactly what I'm I saying. I know he would. Because in the one that you titled that episode. <laughs> yeah, that episode. <laughs> I remembered that episode. <laughs> yeah. He dug that episode. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I got a phone call, um, but not a bad one. Yeah. Not, not a bad one. I was anyway. expecting a phone call, but I didn't. <laughs> You weren't expecting that phone call. Yeah, not yeah. that phone call. Right. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Uh, anyway, so, so um, a couple more. I have um, square foot gardening. Um, I I want to garden. This is something that I've wanted to do for a while. And um, are you not recording this episode? No, it's 57 minutes where I have to do my goals next week. I know. Well, that's, fine. No, that's that, because that's... you shared your hospital story on yeah, and on uh, and on and on. Anyway, did I bore you guys? <laughs> Sorry. No, just me. (laughs) (laughs) I lived it. Been there, done that. So, um, but gardening is something that I've wanted to to do for a long time. I grew up on a farm. What is square foot gardening? Square foot gardening is where I don't think that my soil in my backyard is suitable for growing things. So I am going to build, um, and yes, I do mean me, because I'm the one who builds things, not Cliff. She who not that things. he can't not that he can't but he's like i got a wife who's gonna build it why am i gonna do it or if i could just hire somebody <laughs> to come out and build it right. why don't i do that yeah that works too but um where i will build these units that are um let's say five foot by five foot squares okay made with out of right. like either railroad timbers or uh you can use landscaping ed, you know wood right. material you know just but the idea is that you and i will plant in the right kind of, of soil. I will bring it in. I will do it all. But I'm not planting directly in our backyard. Yeah. So it's it's some people call it square foot garden. It's, it's also known as raised gardening. Yeah, Dad laughed at me because he's like all gardening is square foot gardening. Yeah. So 
Um, but but the idea is that what happens is you so you take let's just say you have a five foot five foot by five foot square, and and you've get and it's and it's got this border and then you fill this border in and it's usually about about twelve inches deep let's mm-hmm. just say, so maybe somewhere between six to twelve inches deep, and you fill it in with soil, and then what a lot of people do is they actually uh, use these um, little uh, str- they use string to kind of uh, you know. Uh, gr- put a grid. Yes. Look, so to, I, to so build a-, a grid so that it's you have all these different square feet mm-hmm. spaces. And so in one square feet, you'll plant this. In one square foot, you'll plant this. In one square foot, you'll plant this. Right. And you can have, you know, and you can have, I had a, we had a friend of ours, his name was Darcy. Mm-hmm. And he had um, several, he had like three of these square foot things. Um, and three of the boxes, three of the, he had three then, boxes in his yeah. backyard and he had various different things in each of the boxes. And I mean, the, he had tons of food just out of this, you know, it total of what, whatever, how many square yeah. feet is so, 75 square feet, something. Yeah. Five times five is right. 25 yeah. times three. Look at that. Yeah. I did math in a podcast. 32 sharp. So, um, <laughs> anyway, you did good. I you did. did good. So, um, the square foot that's something that i want to garden this year and i'm gonna i'm You're gonna golly, do it i'm gonna do it and then i want to learn how to can yep this is something that um i've always wanted to do something that i wish that as a teenager i would have been paying attention long enough um if i would have just stopped my whiny little teenagerness and and paid attention i would know how to can but I didn't, and so I want to learn, and um, I might get a really special summer with my nanny out of it. Awesome. So, um, yeah that that that's my list. That's my list of goals for the year. That that's what I want to do this year. That's awesome. Those and then I have goals. some even bigger dreams that go along with your even bigger bigger dreams we'll talk, of the year. Just go. We'll wrap up with your even bigger dreams. What? Are okay. They? Well, as I work toward my healthy BMI. Um, I, I want to wear a size four pants, uh-huh. which is not, um, it's not really an even bigger dream because I already wear a size six. <laughs> so it, it, it's so doable. I feel like it's doable. Anyway, um, I'm working toward, we are working toward, um, my dream house and, um, and I'm hoping, I am really hoping and praying that, um, God will provide my Highlander by the end of the year. That would be nice. That would be so cool. It would be very cool. So those and are my even bigger dreams. Maybe next week we'll talk about the, the goals and dreams that right. I have for 2012. And Absolutely. Maybe we'll see how those might help accomplish some of those goals on your on your list. Well, right. Well, my friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart, where we live life on purpose. That's going to be our new tagline. My I like that. My face is so hot right now. Okay. Ignore the question. That's fine. Uh, we'll Live move. life on purpose. I love that. All right. We're no, bit- seriously. Living life on purpose. Anyway, my friends, we encourage you to tell others about our show. Tell others about Mardell. Use promo code GSPN. Shopping cart. 10% off. Great way to say thank you. Until next time, we encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.